I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Internet's premiere Star Trek fan podcast. I've heard that. Trekking through Trek, one episode at a time. Mm-hmm. I'd like to give a nice hello to all the new Swedish followers. Whoa. <laughs> That's weird to see. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, I won't try and bastardize your language and say hello in it some way. Hello? I don't, I mean, what with if it... An, with a U? With, oh, hello? Hello. Anyway, uh... To all of our listeners, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for catching us on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, If you like what you hear, like, subscribe, maybe write a review. That would be dope. That would be cool. Um, And if you really, really like us, drop us a buck on our Patreon, patreon.com slash starcompanion. That's right. Yeah, what's going on today? (laughs) Today, we're doing season two Episode 10 of Star Trek Enterprise. The name of the episode is Vanishing Point. Huh. Star date? Unknown. Mm, figured mm-hmm. as much. It was a pretty... Uh, what a teaser, this one, you know? Yeah. Shit. Shoot. Storm ruins? Some hot transporter action? <laughs> fucking hell. It's fucking great. You know, I, I didn't really have much to say about this episode until about like halfway through it. Yeah, and then the critiques started flowing in. Oh, so we'll we'll get there. Oh, I'm 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 jazz. My Jimmy's is rustling. <laughs> um, what's the synopsis? You got anything? Well, like you mentioned before, uh, the episode starts on a uh, unknown world. Trip and Hoshi are down investigating some ruins. In these ruins, it looks like there's some tall people. Mm-hmm. Trip, Trip asks, "Why aren't there any people?" any life signs on this planet and then like two minutes later like three of the worst thunderstorms ever seen in my life come in (laughs) it's like yeah it's probably why there's no life signs on this planet yeah and um so these these storms come in they can't they can't take the the shuttle up it's too dangerous so archer makes a command decision to um 
Use the transporter. To use the transporter. Yeah. While they're down there in the ruins, it opens up with a classic patented trip joke. Mm-hmm. You sure you can't read any of this, Hoshi? <laughs> this one looks like uh, the guy's po- tall and popular. <laughs> Fuck, dude. This guy's got a high school education. Right. And yet can somehow, you know, be the chief engineer. Yeah. God damn it. What is he, space Jesus? You have to do this, Hoshi. You have to take the transporter. But isn't there any other way? No, it's not going to work. You have to take it. But I don't want to, Hoshi. You got to do this. And then, you know, and, and all that protest that she puts up, it makes you wonder, like, Man, I hope something doesn't go wrong. Fuck, yeah. You know, at the beginning, I thought, yeah. wow, I hope nothing goes wrong to the woman who doesn't want to take the transporter is then forced to take the transporter, and the episode's called Vanishing Point. Yeah. Makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. Uh, do you like puzzles, David? <laughs> I love puzzles. Do you love puzzles? I do. Interesting. The puzzle master. Yeah, what kind of puzzles do you like? Um, crosswords. Okay, that's a puzzle. Um, I like when I... I like when I come to like a bridge sometimes and to get past it I have to I have to answer, answer three riddles. riddles. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite color? Blue. No, no wait. Green. Green. <laughs> um Why do you ask if I like puzzles or not? I ask you if you like puzzles because getting transported is, you know, like getting your molecules ripped apart and put back <laughs> together and you have about a trillion of them. Yeah. Thanks, Trip. What if my pussy ends up on my forehead? <laughs> Yeah, what if the mole on my face is one centimeter lower? As if someone knows their fucking birthmarks to the centimeter. Right. Go home. Yeah. So anyway. I wouldn't even know if my penis was off center, you know? It would take me me and my penis are like this, son. (laughs) (laughs) It would take me days, if not weeks, to realize something went wrong. Yeah. Especially on your your back. Like if your ass was like... (laughs) A different shape, like if your ass was cubular instead mm-hmm. of being spherical. You know, I, I even think if I had a like an extra toe, it would take a little bit of time for me to even realize. Right? Yeah. You know? That's like a once a month, like I need to trim the, the toenails thing, mm-hmm. you know? And even then, it may not even cross my mind. You know, when I was a kid, I uh, had the Guinness Book of World Records. And uh, there's that guy, you know, with like the extra long nails. Yeah. Um, freak. And I was like, you know, eight or something. And I thought, I could do that. <laughs> so you grew out your nails? No, I, but, you know, <laughs> I definitely thought I could do that. <laughs> that is one that seems like the more passable ones, isn't it? I see what you're getting at. You can't wake up one day and be like, I could be the tallest guy on the planet. Yeah, exactly. I could probably yeah. grow my nails out, you know, starting now. Yeah. Get there eventually, maybe. <laughs> um... So, yeah, so it appears uh, nothing goes on, right? Nothing happens. No. We take it. It's pretty pretty normal. Trip gets transported up first, and Hoshi gets transported up second. And um, Hoshi feels a little bit weird, so she goes to her her quarters. Mm -hmm. Dad comes in and checks on her, and she's in her robe. She looks great. There she is, David. She looks fucking amazing. And, um, you know, the couple days pass. um, She's still not feeling quite well. She's asking people about, you know, what do you guys think about this transporter? And they they tell her, they'll regale her with the old folktale of Cyrus Ramsey. Mm-hmm. 
You know Cyrus Ramsey. You don't know him? Next thing you'll tell us is you don't know the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Whoa, sick burn trip. Come on, host. You don't know Cyrus Ramsey? God damn. <laughs> and the, uh, Dr. Flox even razzes her a little yeah. bit. That reminds me of uh, old Cyrus, Cyrus Ramsey. Ramsey. <laughs> you know, so I really like before that happens, you know, before, before she goes to her quarters, mm-hmm. you know, uh, she wants to, you know, our dad goes, hey, you know, how are you? And she goes, I don't know. It was just too much excitement. I could really use the rest. Mm-hmm. Excitement from fucking what? <laughs> Transporting? Yeah. Transporting and taking photos of ruins? And what? A fast moving storm? <laughs> You've never been driving on the freeway and all of a sudden, <laughs> like, the rain starts coming and you go, whoa, where'd that storm come from? That's crazy. Ooh, I need a rest. It's too much excitement for me. <laughs> That's a great point. <clears throat> point. Too much excitement from what? Yeah. Grow up. It's just a transporter. <laughs> you guys have been fired at by aliens at this point. You've been boarded by the Sulaban. You had all kinds of crazy shit happen, and this is what you're what you're getting tired over. <laughs> Other people have taken it. Yeah. It's been proven fine. Yeah. She's. I think she's even shot a few people, hasn't she? She was down on the planet. Oh, she shot people. It, yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bunch of hooey is what we're getting at. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, this, it's odd, right? You can tell something's odd. Hoshi feels odd, but everybody mm-hmm. else kind of doesn't. Anyone sitting here? <laughs> Whoa, dude, simmer. And they just keep laughing and guffawing. She's like, excuse me, is anyone sitting here? Ask a little nicely. Anyone sitting here? And so after the sick burn, you know. <laughs> and Reed, Reed razzes her about the transporter. And, yep. and Malcolm's like, hey, don't. She doesn't want to talk about the transporter. She's like, I've been trying to talk about the transporter. Can we talk about the transporter? Let's talk about nice Malcolm as if it wasn't already clear. Never say I don't take you anywhere. So they get up and go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so they leave their food. Yeah. Hoshi decides to not go and pick up the thing in the morning, the shuttle in the morning. No. So Trip enlists Travis. Mm -hmm. And. You know, Travis is like, you remember this part. Oh, sick. Yeah. Dope. And then Trip goes, never say I don't take you anywhere. And Trav goes, you don't. And then they leave their food and they get up and Hoshi goes, see you later. And hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. No. She's, she's hurt, man. She's, she's a sweet little delicate flower though. You mm -hmm. know, you can tell she's like hurt. She's not out to like exact revenge. You know, she's just like, oh, my, my buds left. It's bullshit. Were they really ever her buds, though? She liked to convince herself that they were. Well, I mean, you know, I'm starting to have second thoughts here. Travis is her bud. Remember All they a do... couple episodes ago where she was oh, regaling she, yeah. us with funny stories about, about Travis, yeah. Jello and wacky hijinks that he gets <laughs> oh, yeah. into. They fucking shoehorned uh, sentimental feelings. Right. Remember all these good times you didn't see? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I feel better about that. Hey, Flux, are you down here? Just feeding my leeches. (laughs) (laughs) Good old Flux. Yep, just tending to the crazy farm in here. And, you know, and so she's like, yeah, well, my my birthmark, it it used to be a centimeter lower. But now it's moved. And then, uh, anyway, so she goes to bed, whatever, right, wakes up, and then all of a sudden... Tucker and Mayweather have been taken hostage. Yeah. <laughs> and she actually oversleeps, too. That's right. So that's she right. she gets called on the, on the bridge. You, you wouldn't know that she had, re- had you know, overslept because she just looks amazing. Her hair is pinned back perfectly. 
Um, and so this hostage situation kind of takes place where they have to, she, they don't know the language, so she has to translate on spot to kind of get Trip and, and, and uh, Mayweather back. And she fails at it horribly. And dad tells her to go to her room. <laughs> which is becoming a trope i've i've noticed in enterprise dad punishes people by making them go to the room yeah, go to your room and then he praises them by having them eat dinner with him yeah yeah, yeah. i'll have chef make us something good <laughs> great so you know uh i love how those are becoming like regular things you know uh-huh. like it just adds like a nice little touch to it i guess well, and that, the, yeah. that discovery was lacking well and that's the beauty of like og star trek yeah. style you know where you get these crew tropes mm-hmm. you know these little inside jokes mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. like that one time with the jello <laughs> trav i remember that fondly so good so you know she they the aliens start talking about the hostage situation right and she can't figure out the the UT, and uh, so yeah, like we said, Dad sent her to her room. Yeah, and then she starts disappearing and takes a space shower. Oh, that was great! I bet it was a lot of tasteful, almost. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> we get another shot of her in a robe. Mm-hmm. And if you pause it, I I didn't do this. Oh, but if you were to pause it, um, you could see on her robe, you could see the outlines of her nipples. <laughs> it was great. And then I was like, you know what? Wait, maybe those aren't her nipples. Maybe those are like, you know, the the nipple covers that you get like Victoria's Secret. Have okay. You seen those? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I get them all the time. Yeah. I don't know. They look like little <laughs> chicken cutlets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Right over for sure. Nipple. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> DePaul doesn't have any of those. No, she doesn't. Um. So then Hoshi. Uh... <laughs> they don't make them big enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So then Hoshi goes to the mess hall and to Paul's reading silently and un, un, unwavered. <laughs> and she goes, well, what happened with the hostage situation? Oh, Crewman Baird already did it. Crewman Baird? Yeah. No one responds to her, dude. Yeah. And then Phlox gives some night. She goes back down because she starts disappearing. She goes back down to sick bases, Phlox. And Flock regales um, old Earth anecdotes of, well, I bet people were scared of the automobile as well. <laughs> yeah. You know, that Model T was probably pretty freaky. Then the airplane, good God, you know, you're just freaking out about transport, you freak. And don't forget about old Cyrus Ramsey. How do yeah. you know so much about humans, Flox? I spent nine months on Earth. Yeah. So, you, so you, now you know about cars and Model Ts. And he knows the, Cyrus Ramsey. the Industrial Revolution. You know, he was, a, he was a second away from a joke about the cotton gin and Eli Whitney. <laughs> I bet your relatives built the railroad in San Francisco. Oh! oh. Um, Anyways. And, and then what? So then Hoshi goes to work out and, and trips in his space workout device. <laughs> yeah. Where he practices zero G on a ship that theoretically should have zero g yeah but you know we fix that science with inertial dampeners yeah yeah that's the it's crazy stuff man it's a space gym it's a space gym that's what it is and then she you know gets on the little thing and you get weird like (laughs) they they put in sound effects when she was working out and you could tell she was just like yep 
And that's how you knew it was a space device. Yeah. Because it had sound effects. Yes. Good for them. Non non earthly sound effects. The whole disappearing act is ridiculous. It is. She spends the night in the gym because she can't get out. Why yeah. wouldn't she try to walk through a wall? Well, I yeah, I tried that at that point. <laughs> exactly. And then I also had this thought. So you know, later on we find out that she can go through people and she could go through walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my question would be, you know, could she theoretically go outside of the Enterprise? If she wanted to, like if she just like started running in one direction and just like flew out the side of Enterprise. She had a lot of unexplored, um, you know, breaks of physics that yeah. she could have had fun with. Yeah. Because if you're going through walls and you're a ghost and you have no break of physics, why isn't she just supermaning around and flying? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, and fucking Demi Moore on a chair. <laughs> And uh, coming up behind Archer while he's in pottery. Uh-huh. Yeah. You get it. Hands. You yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're there, ghost. <laughs> um, and then I was thinking as well, you know, if she's a ghost, right? So do ghosts have, they don't have weight. Mm-hmm. So. How is as, she staying in the ship? Yeah. As soon as the ship goes, wouldn't she just like, like fly right out of the back? <laughs> I agree. You know, because gravity wouldn't work on her. She's True. in space. Would you work on her? Yes. Oh. Okay. Yes. Silence. <laughs> Have her work on me, too. Oh. oh. Um, and then, so they lose Hoshi, and Dad and T'Pol go down to sick bay, and they're talking to Flocks, and the camera pans over to the right, and she's sitting on the fucking... You know, counter like she's the ring girl ready to jump out and fucking kill someone. Also, she's sitting on it. She's not falling through I it. I know. I had yeah. the thought, too. And it's like, <laughs> okay, so it's just subjective. Yeah. Great job, ladies and germs, on this one. And then, you know, here, here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I just... She just knows fucking Morse code, too. Yeah. You know, and dad just picks up on it immediately. Go home. Yeah. I don't know. I, this, this actually, I like Hoshi a lot. Mm -hmm. I find her very sexy and, and she's a great actress and all that. But I just didn't think this episode was that entertaining. I don't know. No, not at all. Um, I will, I will note, however, though, that she, um, the second she becomes a ghost, she's in that skimpy little gym outfit. So she spends the whole rest of the episode in a skimpy little gym outfit. And I feel like that was like the whole reason for this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the other thing that I liked is, um, you know, they're apparently her residue has just been blown all over the ship mm-hmm. and stuff. So they go down into this little maintenance hatch and, uh, trip and, and flocks find this little, this little dab That's of, right. of residue. Right. And, uh, honey. Honey, yeah, it's like it's it's probably like the size of a nickel, uh-huh. right? And uh, Flocks takes like a like a popsicle stick <laughs> and scoops some of it back. Space, space popsicle stick, and scoops it into a paper envelope and says, "Her parents will want this." No, I know, yeah. <laughs> and then he just leaves the rest of it. Like that's now just gonna be a green stain in that maintenance. Hall for the rest of until someone goes down there and cleans it. The memory of Hoshi. Yeah. 
some honey goo on the yeah on, you know on you know uh jeffrey's tube 68 <laughs> yeah um i like the idea of you know like they have like a like a roomba you know like a space roomba that goes around so, enterprise and just like like just kind of vacuums up the rest of that residue if i remember right that actually gets established for the first time in, oh, really? in discovery oh, they okay. basically do have space roombas mm. i could be wrong if i'm wrong and just send us an email at the star companion at gmail.com and let me know how wrong I am. Yeah. And you know what? That actually might be good because we haven't watched a lot of Discovery because, believe it or not, it's really, really bad. <laughs> it's really, really bad. Um, how did it feel seeing your future dad when dad was talking to Hoshi's dad? <laughs> he was unreasonably, like, confrontational. Um, family? What family? I'm her family. I'm her dad. I'm not going to lie. I think the whole aspect of that was hella racist. It was, yeah. Just the way he acted, and then yeah. I'm sure the casting call was like, uh, we need, like, big Chinese guy. <laughs> you know? And I, I'm like... It could have been anyone, yeah. honestly. I, I actually heard something one time. I think, it was a, I think it was a Bobby Lee interview. Okay. And uh, he's talking about going to casting calls mm -hmm. for whenever they need an Asian person. Mm -hmm. And apparently, I don't know if this is still the case, but back in the day, like maybe 10 years ago, whatever, one of the big things that they wanted was like the stereotypical Asian, like, you know, my name is Safong uh -huh. type of shit. And so like literally everybody would run into auditions and do that racist. Oh, so you know? sad. There, yeah. There's a uh, um, Master of None mm -hmm. episode where – they're just sick of playing typical, you know, yeah, Indian people. Yeah. So it, the the stereotype is just so annoying. It is, yeah. You know. Um God bless Bobby Lee. God bless Bobby Lee. Um that is to say though that that, that yeah, it was it was very uh, stereotypical. It came off bad, I felt. Distant and also like confrontational like family. What do you mean family? I'm her dad. Yeah. Yeah. A real Asian parent would never say that. <laughs> <laughs> What'd she do wrong? <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah. Oh, and then, uh oh, yeah, uh oh, it wasn't real. No, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't real. real. I have another thing about that oh. residue thing. Okay, cool. So, Flox takes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we get to the part where it wasn't real, um, you know, Flox takes a little residue in his envelope just fucks off back to the science lab or wherever he goes feeds it to his bats some weird shit you know he had no intention of giving it to no. the parents <laughs> <laughs> we'll find some more um trip decides to hang back for a little for a few minutes and i just thought it'd be funny if like you know flocks rounds the corner and like trip looks around just like takes a, a finger full of it just rubs on his cock starts jacking off with it Oh man, I I thought it would be funny if like he was dejected and sad and whipped out his famous harmonica. <laughs> you know, because you know how much he loves to play the harmonica, right? Yeah. You think that would be a good moment for him to play it? I'm feeling bluesy. <laughs> um, there's a whole side plot with some aliens trying to blow up the the, the ship, but uh, it wasn't real. Yeah, Hoshi uh, teleports back and. Archer asks her, you know, what happened? Why are you all stressed out? At that point, would, he, would you have lied to Archer? I've been like, yeah, I, I saved the ship, and I actually I went back to Starfleet, and I became an admiral, so. <laughs> kind of tired of being an ensign here. 
It is insensato. Yeah. Yeah. No, I probably wouldn't. Mm. I'd lie a little yeah? bit. A little uh, bit. Okay. Yeah. But it, it didn't happen, so you'd be lying about something that didn't happen. Yeah, but it could influence the way the future went. You think so? Yeah. Go ahead. I got a massive raise. And then, like, they don't have currency. Next. (laughs) Got more shore leave. Okay. Yeah. Okay, there it is. You got me, pal. (laughs) You got me, friend. And that's that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lame. Yeah, I didn't really like it. Uh, I give that one an okay. Yeah, I give it two out of five SS Enterprises and X01. Wow. Well, missed the mark. This has been the Star Companion, has it? It has, yeah. <sighs> Internet's premier Star Trek fan podcast. Yeah. We're on all major podcasting platforms. You can send us an email at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. Send us a dollar on patreon.com slash thestarcompanion. And you know what? Like, subscribe, say hello. Uh, we want to hear from you. I have a feeling the next episode is going to be more fun to talk about. We'll find out. <laughs> I really like the next episode. On our next, <laughs> on our next uh, voyage. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.